are tuning in to the Love Breezy Bree Yoga podcast. My name is Bree, and you can find me at lovebreezybreeyoga.com. Check out the show notes for more information, including a link to my website. Thank you so much for listening. Namaste. If you have listened to Yoga Podcast for any length of time, you may have heard me discuss Tadasana, Mountain Pose, as my favorite asana on an episode or several. Namaste. Welcome. Thank you so much for listening to another episode. Today we are talking about confidence. Now what I love, 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 love about Tadasana mountain pose is that it is so fundamental, so foundational to all other postures. Not only is it the structure for all standing poses, but it helps us to get into alignment for also seated postures and postures where we lie down. Whether it's utilizing the dasana, staff pose, which I like to think of as the seated variation of mountain pose, or it just teaches us alignment in the body, awareness of our body in time and space. We learn a ton about our pelvic girdle, how we root to rise in our bodies, where we need to be as far as balance is concerned. It is just such a fundamental, important, empowering posture. But one of the things that I really love about Mountain Pose is that not only is the name very powerful, I mean, you are representing and presenting as a mountain. Imagine just that beauty of the thought of what a mountain represents. But furthermore, it is allowing us to create this stance in the body that brings us this empowerment, this confidence, this assertiveness. Now, if you also have been listening to yoga podcasts for any length of time, you know how much of a dog lover I am. I have several little furry friends, almost literally. And one of the things that I've learned in taking my pups to agility and to training and things of that nature is that your stance is so important. Standing straight, not hunched over, not only does it not bring confidence to your pup, it makes them feel really insecure, it also makes them feel really threatened. So it's really important to stand in mountain pose and to have a very neutralized or straight spine to be able to really just engage from the root to the crown. And that is something that Mountain Pose really does teach us. Now, I had a student years ago, and I talked about this in a previous episode, and she was really having issues with her spine. She was hunched over, and she was older, and she was really just trying to figure out how to start to age a little bit more gracefully, her words, not mine, and she started to come to yoga. And I make mountain pose such a staple in my class to the point where we take time really just enjoying the feeling of the earth beneath our feet. We align from the knees to the hips, from the pelvic girdle 
to the shoulders and we pay attention to what the neck's doing to the chin all the way through the drishti and the crown and we take really care of what we're doing mindfully we make it meditative we utilize our breath and it's just such a beautiful practice that i love doing whether i'm teaching yoga for beginners or i'm teaching a vinyasa flow it doesn't matter i love taking time in the middle of the practice to line the body into mountain pose and she said after practicing for a few months she noticed such a difference she had to change the scope of her rear view mirror because she was now sitting with better posture and she believes not only was it a result a consequence of her practice of yoga but she really believes it was her attention to tadasana so I want us to think about this whenever we're practicing the postures. I've talked about us really letting the pose meet us on the mat. And that's beautiful and that's really important. We don't want to force anything. We want to be really mindful. But we also want to understand how we are meeting up with the pose. How are we partnering with the yoga posture, with the asana? You know, if I'm in warrior three or warrior well any of the warriors actually how do i feel i mean why is it called warrior when i did the yoga post breakdowns on yoga podcast which was now seems like a really long time ago but they're all linked in my show notes to my website all laid out for you all you have to do is click and press play i talked about the origin of the asana and where it got its name and why it got its name and what it means in sanskrit and what's the intention behind it and i learned so much in recording all of those episodes because when we call something mountain pose or warrior there's a significance there's a purpose there is an intention and it shouldn't be ignored it should actually be celebrated and really investigated and and a really good focal point for meditation one of the things that i encourage you to do is to take time in each posture you know of course warming up the body maybe with a round of sun or moon salutations or whatever feels really good some planks just getting the body heated some pratyama setting your intention having your meditation at the beginning of your practice and then just focusing on a pose taking 10 minutes in the pose if you can transition to a vinyasa and come back to the pose or you know maybe do two or three together as a little mini sequence whatever makes you feel comfortable but ultimately deciding that you're going to focus on one particular posture you know whatever it may be whatever really resonates with you or just picking one randomly or sequentially whatever makes sense you know starting with the standing postures and maybe moving on from there and journaling about it or just taking some reflection how does it make you feel do you feel really powerful in the posture so I've used yoga postures to help me outside of yoga and other situations you know rather um, I was doing some martial arts or I was doing some boxing and I was using warrior two to help me get my stance and and have my stability or I was you know utilizing tree pose for you know balance and and rooting 
And it was really awesome because I was able to utilize the asana postures for other purposes. You know, I joke that if I'm in a grocer line, I might just take, you know, tree pose or every now and then I'll be talking to someone and find myself in warrior three. And I've been really conscious of this lately because I used to do it super like unconsciously. And then before I know it, I was you know, in namaste prayer position and warrior three in the middle of a convo. But it's also really awesome because any chance that you can get to balance on your one leg at a time and alternate, you know, it is going to really show up in your body, in your mind, and your body's going to make that like memory, you know, that muscle memory. And it is such a small percentage of people who actually can balance on one foot for longer than a few seconds. And so it's something that should be celebrated and something that should be done more often. So I implore you to find your confidence and empowerment, encouragement, and assertiveness by utilizing Tadasana, Mountain Pose, and ask yourself what other postures make you feel really, really at your highest vibration. And try to just create a mini flow or a little static flow, <laughs> a non-flow. Just create a, a practice, basically, around that posture. And again, check out today's show notes. I will actually link some of my past episodes where I exclusively talk about mountain pose and some of the benefits, but also just figure out what pose makes you feel that way. I really encourage you to Focus on mountain pose. Focus on staff pose or dandasana, tadasana and dandasana because those are staple postures. And of course, shavasana. That's a beautiful posture that actually has some really important ways for you to consider getting into the pose other than just lying down flat on your back. So thank you so much for listening. I hope that this gives you just a quick little excitement about how you can continue to be a really studious student of this philosophy and in particular of asana which sometimes i feel like we're just like oh asana you should really be a meditation and pratyama practitioner with asana being almost like a side effect asana is very important it is what gets us making that mind-body connection. So no more putting asana down. (laughs) It is one of the eight limbs of yoga, just as important as the seven others. But it is important to recognize all eight of them and make it a beautiful part of your lifelong study and practice of yoga. Namaste. I am so honored that you are listening to the Love Breezy Bree Yoga podcast. Never miss an episode. Download the free app on iTunes, Apple Podcast, Spotify, or Stitcher. 
please also rate the show with five stars. I would greatly appreciate that. Visit me on my website at lovebreezybreeyoga.com. I include free yoga sequences every single month. You can leave a comment or message me and we can connect. Thank you so much. Have a wonderful, wonderful personal practice. Namaste. Namaste.